There's one. Set for stun. Three guys sitting in a dark room that smells like bad cucumbers. Don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. Inconceivable! Now featuring 11. 11 listeners. This is a This is the unique peak. And welcome to another edition of Some Number of Days After Dragon Con Goes Virtual. And joining me, as always, the reason why birds suddenly appear, Lee! We haven't seen each other. We have not texting. seen each other. We've texted each other. Yes. We've, We've tried to stay sane. Um, yes, it's we're saying saying work. this is is twenty twenty over yet? No, twenty twenty is not. Just uh, let everybody know we're taping this on eleven uh, November fifth. So that says yes. a lot about where we all are. Yeah, almost um, almost exactly two months yeah, after yeah. the big event. So, now, John, you were on some live streams, and you helped mm-hmm. me with some pre-recording and stuff like that. So, how how was your Dragon Con goes virtual? Uh, my Dragon Con goes virtual was was a uh, really nice. It was mm-hmm. it was. Uh, listen, I've gone I, I've gone to several uh, we'll call them conventions. Yeah. Um, uh, prior Online to that, yeah, and whatever. after yeah. that, uh, you know, tech conventions, other thing, you know, other whatever trainings, yeah, you know, whatever those those things you normally mm-hmm. you normally appear in person on. And I got to say, still nothing has touched what uh, no, what the team awesome. at, at DragonCon pulled off. I don't, is, and I don't know how they did it. And I helped, and I still don't know how they did it. But I don't. I, don't I loved it. It was. I loved it, was, it. It was fairly amazing. Um, uh, my in, kids loved it. Uh, my wife yeah. loved it. It was. It was. It was all all good in the hood. Well, I think what I loved about it too is um, my staff and I were on. It's volunteers. Volunteers. Track volunteers <laughs> were on. <laughs> Uh, we're on uh, Discord a lot, and people who had never been to Dragon Con would get on Discord and talk to us, and they would be like, "So what is extract?" And then they'd be like, "Oh, this now makes me want to come, mm-hmm. but we also want them to do it like this next year." And I'm like, "Why y'all want to kill us? I don't want to. <laughs> no, I like we don't want to do it like us. that next year." And uh, think, let's. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> to that but end. John. Yes. yes, and to that end, here we go. We got three people to talk with us. Rachel Reeves, David Cody, and Regina Kirby. All of them are with Dragon Con. Rachel and Dave are the co-chairs, and Regina is the programming chair who will... Yeah, she's she's the big... Uh, yeah. Oh, okay, so now what is dra- everybody Dragon Con wearing right now? I, why did you do Okay, well, I have the volunteer shirt. Yes, and, it's so pretty. And the tiki shirt. <gasps> kind of as a jacket. A jacket. Yes. A I like it. Today. It is a little chilly today. I like it. It looks good. It looks good. So, how about you, John? I got. Uh, I'm wearing the. I'm wearing the official DragonCon Goes mm-hmm. Virtual T-shirt. Mm-hmm. With the, cool. I love it. Very cool. I didn't realize it had this on when I when I purchased it, but yeah, it, the the hashtag DragonCon family is really mm-hmm. a lot of really people. A, nice a lot touch. of people saw that afterwards. And yeah. Yes. Very nice yeah. touch. Yeah. Yeah. That's how we feel. And 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 David and Rachel, your Dragon Con wear? Uh, nope, he's wearing it for the company. <laughs> no, <I'm, laughs> Dave represents baseball at all I'm times. Wearing, I'm wearing my Brave shirt. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. You fly the colors when they uh, when they fall. 
<laughs> so that is very I, true. I know I know our fans are not big sport ball people, but <gasps> I'm a big Braves fan. So let me let, let me go get my let me go get my Rays shirt on real quick. I'll be right yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, hey, oh. Love the Raves, love how they build their organization. So they did a good job. I feel I feel your pain. Yeah, if there's yep. just one decision that they made different. <laughs> oh really? I, I think uh, we have quite a few Atlanta United. Oh yeah, people, we do. So we do have. Oh, we a, do have a lot of Atlanta. United. That that sports ball is. So yeah. you'll you'll know the true Atlanta United fans if you see them wearing their jerseys now because they're just not very good this year. Right. <laughs> well, right. they still go. And my understanding is the tailgate parties are as good as any college football ones do. So <laughs> that's there, what I something else. I've gone to a few games there or something else. Yeah. Okay. And Rachel, are you wearing a Dragon Con shirt? The volunteer shirt. The volunteer shirt. This well, is my I'm, fave. It's your fave. I like it too. It's really soft this year. I like how soft. This one is and I'm in, this is one is incredibly soft too. Yeah, no, like they're oh, doing really? the soft ones, yeah, now. I love them. So, and I'm wearing what was the white Dragon Con hoodie, but then I tie-dyed it because I should never wear white. It looks very nice. It looks very nice. I but I do too. And it's so fine. So that's really good. All right. So what are you guys hearing? Rachel, what, uh, you, you get the app feedback or any feedback. So yeah. what's going on there? Um, oh, goodness. Uh, our fans, as always, uh, represented with a lot of feedback. Um, overwhelmingly, it has been incredibly positive um, across our social platforms, anything received at the office. Um, you know, it, honestly, the whole experience has been humbling, and I don't know how to describe it any other way. I'm so beyond proud of our team um, and what we put together, especially in about two months after uh, the announcement of the cancellation, because we were trying real hard. Um, as Dave can attest to, we uh, had lots and lots and lots of plans and lots of talks with the hotels and all of our partners and, and things. And then when we just knew we couldn't do it safely and, and made the tough decision to cancel, we had, you know, a couple of months to really, um, put this whole thing together. So, uh, the fans have been super appreciative of what we presented for Dragon Congo's virtual um, the programming, the social aspect, uh, we worked really hard on. And Lee, you mentioned a, a big part of it a moment ago, Discord yep. um, and all the things. And then uh, most recently, uh, we have gotten a lot of fan feedback. Uh, I believe we are the uh, only show that uh, decided we wanted to give our fans that uh, rolled over and stuck with us during this time a little love um, yep. after the show in the form of their 2020 membership badge, Ooh. uh, lanyard, as well as, a, a handy dandy face mask, uh, <laughs> for this time. And, um, it has been overwhelmingly positive, uh, but our fans do have an incredible sense of humor as well. Uh, so, uh, we have, uh, been watching on our, our social groups and a lot of people are taking the opportunity to get very creative because, uh, when you purchase masks for, you know, 20,000 people, uh, you do need to err on the large side because there's all sorts of different sizes and shapes and, and everything. And uh, and it, it is not very realistic to go out and get all those people sizes and, and figure out and, and all of that. So uh, I really appreciated their humor. Uh, I've seen them worn as headbands. Uh, I've seen a lot of masks. I've seen a lot of people that were so crafty. Uh, put in some extra features to the mask yeah. to make it fit a little tighter. A little like, faces. yeah, what are those yeah. darts? Yeah, things yeah. like that. Yeah. 
So it's been very cool. So overall, really, really positive. I think even with any of the critiquing, uh, it was even humorous and in good spirits because I think people knew uh, that what we set out for was what I like to describe as a big old giant Dragon Con hug um, during a time that we all needed it because we can't get real ones. Um, and I think we accomplished that. So uh, feedback has been very positive. Um, I think really the challenge is uh, normally we get some constructive criticism uh, and we're able to go uh, to work with figuring out how to change things or incorporate that or fix things and, and all of that. And um, we didn't get a whole lot of that this year. Um, I, and uh, so now it's kind of discussions around what can we bring forward? What do you, if we have to do it again, how are, you know, track directors even engaging uh, fans during the year? It looks a bit different than it has in years previous. Um, so it, it's a unique situation than we've had before because it has been so incredibly supportive and positive and just across the board, uh, very well received. Yeah, it was good. And <clears throat> about, I mean, I don't know, Rachel or Dave, did you spend any time in like the discord or things like that? Because I loved being in that cause it was so much fun. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I kept an eye on the uh, moderation channel, mm -hmm. kept an eye on some of the busier channels. Our, our moderation team just did a tremendous job. Uh, yep. they, they worked with the folks that, uh, that were kind of trying to push the boundaries and, and reined them back. Uh, and I thought we're really great stewards for the uh, for the community and help people discover Discord, you know, mm -hmm. how to use it and how to uh, uh, better, better communicate, you know, the, the mm -hmm. aspects of it that they loved. So I, I know the social media and uh, Rachel are going to take all that into consideration, you know. There's usually a burst for everybody right after the convention on, mm -hmm. okay, this is what happened. How can we make it better for next year? And I know they've got all these great plans and they're, they're looking forward to uh, having the discord server kind mm -hmm. of a, a permanent addition to the convention environment. And I think that's awesome. Well, and I love the discord server, first of all, because it was fun to interact with people right then you, you could do it while you're doing other stuff, watching a panel and things like that. But I also loved it because Hotel Sheraton won the battle. <laughs> I knew you were going to bring it up. I knew Hotel it. Sheraton, well, the smallest of the hotels and we kicked Tushy. So you did. everybody you else it. who keeps, everybody else who keeps going well next year, I'm like, we can do it again. Don't don't worry about us. We'll find it. So I love doing it, and that was a lot of fun. But it was really fun to just do it. I Dave, I learned a lot about Discord. What I knew about Discord was Isn't John would send me a link. I know John would send me a link, and we that's what we used to tape last year. Yeah. And so yeah, isn't it, it was amazing. Isn't it great that anybody can put up a Discord server, learn mm -hmm. how to use it, add it or subtract it however they need to, and mm -hmm. and like you were saying, you could watch a panel. And have a Discord channel up and uh, chat with your friends and see what was going on. It, it's a great community builder. It really, yeah, it was really fun. So, uh, also, Dave, you are in charge of gaming, and I don't know how I heard there was gaming. There was. John, did you visit. get in any of it? I, so. I did not. Uh, okay. Go on, Dave. Sorry. Uh, yeah, we had a, 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 a large amount of role playing gaming. We had. Uh, uh, Jackbox games on the Discord server where you just download a little client and you can play along. It's kind of like the old you don't know Jack uh, mm -hmm. 
trivia game with some extra stuff going on. That went great. Uh, we hosted some uh, e-tournaments on Discord channels. So it's a, I mean, it's the tool of choice now for anybody that's gaming in the in the you know in the COVID environment. Mm-hmm. Uh, people use Discord along with Roll Twenty or Vassal or all these other software products that allow you to game with your friends remotely. Uh, I use Discord every week when I game with my friends. So. Mm-hmm. It's a great tool for maintaining contact with folks you can't see in person right now. Yeah. Um, so, Regina, also, uh, as programming, we had a lot of, there was a lot of pre-programming and a lot of pre-recording. But you did stuff live. We did. How? We did. That's um, a lot of work. It is a lot of work. And I will tell you, the one thing that was interesting was uh, um, we we found it... We thought that this would be easier. Mm-mm. Um, time zones are really interesting. Trying to get people, and we had people from around the world, literally yeah. from around the world, that were all calling in at the same time. Mm-hmm. And um, it was awesome, yeah. <laughs> but it was um, challenging to get scheduled. That was yeah. that was what we found. Um, but um, but again, it turned out to be awesome. So, um, but uh, having one person in New York and one person uh, in London and one person in Singapore. And that happened. And that person, poor thing had to it stayed up all night because she was worried about falling asleep up. and not being uh, yeah, and getting up. And so, um, but things like that happened, but, but they turned into really awesome panels and it was a way to do something that we haven't been able to do before, mm-hmm. but um it it was just great that that those guests wanted really wanted to engage with the fans. Oh yeah, and um, and this was the way they could do that. And mm-hmm. um, you know, a lot of those things uh, they went out live on the channels. They also sometimes um, would go onto YouTube and mm-hmm. things like that. So we'd get some commentary there. Um, many times we had asked for questions on Twitter right ahead of of a recording panel. Um, and uh, so we got fan questions answered, just like yeah. as if you were standing in line in our ballrooms. So it was kind of a virtual ballroom. But um, and uh, again, really, really proud of our uh, our moderators that mm-hmm. did um, such a wonderful job. So, well, and it, of course, I'm over the fan tracks too. Right. So we had uh, 96 hours worth of programming on the fan tracks. Woo. And uh, there was a lot of editing, and we found that people that had lots of skills, which was wonderful to find out. Um, <laughs> and, Probably um, not for them. Probably not um, for all of you. Because, you know, as soon as someone at Dragon Con finds out you can do something, ooh. Well, well, guess what you're doing for the rest of your John. life? John! Well, <laughs> look at the parade, Maybe. John. But um, I'm not going to say that uh, we didn't follow this way. As, uh, <laughs> but, um, but it actually was interesting that sometimes people would came up. For instance, one of the tracks, and I won't say who, but if you looked at some of the stuff, you'll, you'll probably figure it out. Found out that one of our volunteers owns, is one of the partners in a virtual reality company. Oh. And oh. so they produced something 3D, and it was really cool. <laughs> and awesome. uh, yeah, so uh, things like that. Well, uh, people that had had run their own YouTube channels in the past and had maybe stepped back from that, 
But then they were like, oh, yeah, I can, I got skills, you know, so I could bring that, you know. And uh, so that was, that was really interesting. We had just a, a vast variety of things, but, um, but that's part of Dragon Con too. Yeah. Is, is seeing how different people come at things in different ways. Um, and we, we sent out right after we announced, I mean, literally the day after we announced, um, we sent out to all our, our confirmed guests and pros mm-hmm. and, and said, you know, if you'd like to participate, we'd love your help. And that outpouring was wonderful. Yeah, it was. Uh, we it had was over 300 people um, that signed up. And like within minutes, I mean, I sent this out at like midnight. I mean, no joke. And did within you sleep? five minutes, did you sleep I had someone sign up. <laughs> you know, yeah. I had five minutes, I had someone signed up. And yeah. I actually owe Cora candy bar. I already told her that. <laughs> you were first in line. Come here. You first in line. That's right. Go. And um, so it was uh, super awesome. But uh, yeah, just that outpouring of love was, was just so heartening to see. Yeah. All right, John, it's your well, turn. Well, I'm, I'm going to ask. So we, you, there's a lot of stuff that, that, uh, uh, that happened. We did a invo- you invoked a lot of new technology, a lot of new, um, uh, ways of communicating. What is it that you're going to keep going forward um, with Dragon Con? And was there something that you that that you uh, said? Well, we're definitely besides you know uh, not having an in person con. <laughs> is there something that we're definitely never going to uh, uh, to try to attempt to do again? I'll just put it out to anybody there. I'm really listening very intently. I am one of those people that never says, I'm going to never say never, because as soon as you invoke that, then you're going to have to do it. So um, I think we learned so much. We we really did learn an amazing amount. And I know that um, many of the track directors, Lee, I think you included, Mm -hmm. found that um, they found new audiences. Yeah. Which which was great. They got new engagement. And... um, there was, there's been several of them that have come forward and said, oh, great, I'm going to do, I had no idea, I got 300 more people following me on Facebook. Yeah. Or they had the Discord channel, which they never had before. And um, many of them are they're continuing to do a panel a month, you know, kind of leading up to, to DragonCon. And just so that they can keep their people engaged. Yeah. So, um, and things that have maybe a wider audience like... Um, Urban fantasy, I'm just going to throw that out there, has lots of shows. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe they can address some of the fandoms that they might not get to all the time because you do have to prioritize. Um, there's only so many hours in a day, but maybe they can have a panel sometime during the year and kind of gauge that interest. Um, and particularly if there's new shows coming up and they want to, they've never been able to um, see what that fandom's like before. Yeah. That's an opportunity for them. Yeah, I think there, no, and course. that's the thing that is we've all been talking about for a couple of years. This is the Renaissance era of <laughs> sci-fi and fantasy, and just amazing stuff that's out there. And, and I'm talking Super everything, true. just crazy books to movies to right. everything in between. There's new gaming coming out. Trust me, because my husband 
backs the Kickstarter, <laughs> and then all of a sudden there's a big package in my house. There's a box on your yeah. doorstep. <laughs> how, how tall is his, as we call it in the gaming world, his pile uh, of shame? Games, uh, actually, I can games tell you, and software he's bought that just piles up. Well, no, it's games. He actually bought some shelves from a Kickstarter. To, to hold, hold his, his board game. Yeah. <laughs> and now a whole wall the size that is behind me that's his, is that's his hall thinking. of shame. That's yeah, right. and it's still piled up on the floor well, and on top, well, and they still come in. Oh, it's fine. It's fine. To, uh, I mean, it's great because that's his hobby. have to draw the line when he wants to get a bigger house just for a bedroom for his I, pile of shame. Well, you know what? That would be fine because then I'd never have to see the pile of shame. There you go. <laughs> You know, those are the things. Trust me. Uh -huh. Trust me. You will. Oh, I will? Oh. Yeah. My husband has one of the bedrooms for his oh, yeah. style of shame, which I had not heard that term before, That's babe. what it's called, yeah. Uh, I like that. But, uh, yeah. yeah. Every room in this house has parts mm -hmm. of that. And I'm not saying I didn't contribute. I have my own pile of shame. It's not oh, related. I have a pile of shame related, in the other but, room. Yeah. Yeah. Right. We all got it. No, I, but I. No, but we're both collectors, and you know, there's two mm -hmm. people in a three bedroom house, and God help us, we ever have to move. <laughs> you know? yeah. How about, how about you, Is there is there something you definitely want to keep doing um, for years to come uh, that came out of this out of the the virtual? Um, it's hard for me to answer that question because, as everybody on the call knows that works with me, I am called the uh, overshooter. Uh, that I uh, really uh, dream big at times, and sometimes it's a great thing, and sometimes it's not so great thing. Um, so for this one, I am staying more quiet with my ears open instead of my mouth open. Um, but truly, <laughs> that's what I should be doing. What I really am doing is uh, <laughs> it's just so it's so exciting. Like I'm so proud of so many things that uh, we as a team accomplished. Uh, so some of the things that we know, uh, Discord for sure, I think Dave spoke about it earlier and uh, referenced it. The team, it was so neat. The week after the show, uh, we're starting to go on the server and downsize it to where it's a manageable level where everybody can still have a great sense of community around the year, but it not be quite so overwhelming as the hotels and everything. And the um, so that was really cool. And that's something we plan to bring forward. Um all of uh, the communication teams that uh, are directly uh, under me have done a great job after the show of uh, kind of looking at, you know, what work, how can they incorporate it, what they would bring in. Um, if that means that, you know, teams need to, to change um, and, you know, and look for a certain characteristic and, and volunteers and stuff. So it's been really uh, cool. The social aspect uh, was incredibly uh, neat to me in that, uh, we really experimented a lot more with what things we showed on social. Um, and so that's uh, a lot of those lessons learned will be brought forward, whether it's panels or interviews with fan group and things like that. Um, so we'll definitely do that. Um, streaming wise, I think that's the one that I have to keep my mouth shut on more uh, because it is a balance of not wanting to kill everyone uh, because I do truly care about our directors and volunteers um, and things like that. But uh, I, I do feel like uh, we kind of opened 
uh, the box. Right? box. Yeah, we it. It's hard to put it back <laughs> in the box. We'll um, so we are uh, already in the process of looking at some technology on how can we uh, better leverage both things that uh, hopefully occur at an in-person show. And because uh, hopefully, you know, in, in some form, we'll be having that in 2021. But also, uh, you know, how do we incorporate whether it's around the year programming or just virtual panels? Because uh, one thing we touched on earlier, uh, which actually got uh, Regina a little, uh, little sappy, which I love, um, was the ability to have guests from all over the world yeah. that uh, can't come to the show and things like that. So that's one thing on my side that I've already started having conversations with some of the agents and and guess is, you know, even if we're able to have an in-person show, which is what we're driving for, obviously, uh, hopefully the world turns right um, and, and all the things. But like, should we and how do we uh, incorporate some of that so we can bring guests that, you know, aren't able to attend because they're, you know, so many countries away or because they're at another show that weekend um, or, you know, can't travel any longer. That's yeah, what they're filming. The and they want to be exactly. exactly. Yeah. They want to be there, but I I gotta work. Their job and actors. I mean, they gotta yeah. work. <laughs> exactly. One of the uh, Dave Cody actually brought up to me uh, yesterday. I think that, uh, and it was a great uh, observation. Uh, is just the uh, artist. If you got to see any, uh, he and uh, Robert Dennis and I were talking about. Uh, we did a panel with Greg Hildebrandt, the artist guest of honor, and it was in his house. And he's like showing all this art off. And we also did one uh, on comics with inside the studio um, with, I think it was Andy Bellinger and Carl Kershaw. And so that's just so neat too, because it gives fans, you know, a peek that you would never have in a ballroom setting at the show, you know, seeing how people engage, seeing what really was Greg Hildebrandt, who is arguably one of yeah. the most amazing fantasy artists, you know, of all time. Yeah. You could see all these cool things and all the And he would get inspired and run off and grab a book. A real book. A real book. A real, a real, a real, a real, a real page book. thing. That, Not, and wow. we, had all these, we had all these images ahead of time that they sent us, but yeah. then he would be like, oh no, what inspired that was this. And he would run over to his yeah. bookshelf, no joke, and grab this thing and say, this thing right yeah. here is what there made me go. think of that. And it was... You don't get that, you know, no, that's that was just a very different goal. perspective. It was yeah. a different, I, I got to say with uh, Eddie McClintock, we did a pre one-on-one -on -one with him and to see his pile of shame, Dave, he has a pile of shame too. <laughs> he even admitted it. I mean, he had the, I knew he was into horror and things like yeah, that, but he had him all over the place. His wife was relegated him to the garage. Yeah, he's in the garage. <laughs> he, he, doesn't get to, he doesn't get to <laughs> But no, it was really neat to be able to see that. And the thing I loved is I'm, I've gotten into Star Trek Discovery. Yes, CBS is getting my money. Um, but and I love it. And we got to see I got to watch Anthony Rapp and yeah, these cool. wonderful people who uh, Anthony Rapp was. If you've ever seen Rent, just yeah, he's super cool. He's amazing. And so to see him on a panel and it was like, yeah, because I think he was somewhere. He was, I don't know where he was, but yeah, he couldn't, New York. He couldn't have been in Atlanta. He was in New York. So yeah. Yeah. there you go. And it's awesome. It's awesome. And it was so fun too, to do um, fan panels that way, because for me as a track director, everybody got to like chat beforehand and then really then just go where, you know, they, as it's Dragon Con, which we all say a lot. But they had an agenda and they'd go through some things and then all of a sudden there'd be a tangent over here. 
which is like a real panel. There's, you you know, that was the one thing that I was worried about. No, we still had tangents. It was just with the panelists more than the audience at this point. There was a lot of those panelists, actually, that we get off on this, as you say, because they also haven't seen each other. Right. Um, Because uh, particularly some of the the gaming voice actors um, who they record their bits and they're not together. Everybody you know, they and, often don't interact with the other. And they often don't all. interact. Yeah. And it was it was neat because they were like, Oh, I haven't gotten to see you in you know, yeah. in a year since we did that and how's your baby and how's this? It's, we it's saw wonderful. lots of babies, lots of cats, lots of dogs, <laughs> lots of kitties, lots, 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 lots of titties, lots of yeah, lots cats titties, love it. Um, toddlers in particular do not understand they close door in a studio. Yeah. You know, they <laughs> just we also <laughs> like that that guy in Britain who's like the children are coming in and you're like, yeah. we've been there, dude. It's fine. Right. We're good. We like right. babies yeah. and dogs and kittens. Yeah, know? it was yeah. it was it was uh, great. You know. Yeah. So well, we got to see a little bit more of our personality. That way. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the other thing that I don't know. First of all, DCTV, I love all of you because mm. you were amazing for help. You were amazing for everything else. You were amazing for Discord, but. I don't know how y'all pulled off not only the parade, but also masquerade. How that had to be, I mean, that was so amazing. Yeah. And yet such a, I, did people sleep? To, oh, no. Oh, no. no, no, no. Okay. So it's just like a regular dragon. Yeah, they certainly just did not. Uh, agreed. Like the, I would say, um, it's hard to pinpoint any of my favorite moments. Um, the The show was obviously incredibly stressful, a whole lot of work uh, on a lot of amazing people. But that parade, um, and that was uh, the people we both saw on camera were a huge part of it behind camera, which was uh, Tommy Bird, uh, Just Moss, and uh, Crispy, or Chris Lloyd. Um, and they did a phenomenal job. Tommy did a ton of the editing. Uh, the whole skit, which was incredible, was kind of Jess's brainchild. And, you know, uh, coming together and then uh, Crispy took as much as he could and, and ran with it and, and getting a lot of it uh, put together. And I mean, just the three of them uh, together on that parade, like, I, I just marveled. And, and it was seamless. Uh, not only, it was so cool. It was I, mean, I mean, it was literally, I mean, yeah, you, you have people who kind of spread apart in the real parade, but it's pretty seamless, too. This was just as seamless. Right. It I felt mean, like was, you were watching I a parade. Like, yeah. I just thought it was so neat. Yes. And I was like, I watching. remember, yeah, when they had the first idea and I was reading because I'm, a, you know, a grammar person and uh, I was helping <laughs> revise things. And I remember just like looking through the things. I'm like. How did somebody come up with this? The thought of entering from the right, walking, going to the left, mm-hmm. waving. I mean, all the things, the audience shots. Like, uh, uh, yes, awesome. And the people that were behind, the like, yeah. Uh, Masquerade uh, was a similar. Tommy was a, a big part of that as well. And obviously, Tony and Eddie uh, doing a phenomenal job on the hosting. Yeah. And then Mel, one of our other uh, very uh, involved the DCTV volunteers, uh, uh, helped run it uh, quite a bit with switching and, and all the things. Right. So she was running this part, yeah, <laughs> like what uh, we're doing right now. But uh, yeah, we were, she was. We were, awesome. we were incredible. And then the okay. Friday Friday night costuming contest with Bob and Carl, the Sci-Fi janitors. Um, <sighs> that was that was uh, crazy. That was I can actually take a little bit of credit for that because I was like, hey, 
So I have this idea. Mm-hmm. Can I ask them? <laughs> and Rachel said, yeah. And so I did. Cool. And uh, they riffed and did all kinds of different stuff. Yeah. And it you know, it was awesome. It, and it was, it was yeah. absolutely Dragon Con. Yeah. That was the that was this thing that we were trying to do mm-hmm. was find those events that were quintessentially Dragon Con and put the people in it that were really quintessentially Dragon Con. You know, Eddie is so mm-hmm. awesome. I mean, you know that. Um <laughs> and uh just the, the hugs. Be a heart. You know? Yeah. And um and uh yeah, it was, it was just I, you know that, and you know who can forget Duck Dodgers? Duck yeah. Dodgers, yeah. it was <laughs> so, which was also a love child, you know. At, so, uh, at some point, they're going to be little children who go, "What? What? Well, <laughs> is that a cartoon duck?" Not right. if they were educated. They're going to be like, "Not if we have I'm confident early. our fans are bringing people up on Looney Tunes and showing. I hope them so. Yeah. As well cartoons. they should. That's right. As well they should. I've given them to nieces and nephews for years <sighs> because it's it's part of American culture, as far as I'm concerned. It absolutely is. Yeah. Well, and Dave. For my sister's kids, we're building a wall of shame for her. Every <laughs> Christmas, Andrew gives a game to the kids. That's they can them. That's right. Oh, yeah. Get them early. Oh, my sister is yeah. thrilled. Yeah. yeah. All right, John, your turn again. Well, let's early talk. Let, let's talk about what we can expect. Um, what is the expectation for 2021? In other words, um, hopefully, we're back in person. <laughs> we're we're back together. Uh, yeah. What is what does the planning look like right now for 2021? So I'm positive, Polly, um, and that is what I am trying my best to do. Um, we are very hopeful uh, that we're going to be able to come together uh, in 2021 uh, uh, with our DragonCon family. Uh, however, we are also very um, well and pragmatic people. I would like to say and pragmatic, <laughs> and uh, we understand that uh, it's we probably not going to look like it. As previously, yeah. both uh, outside of our control and mm-hmm. within our control, because we do want to incorporate some of the biggest successes from Dragon Congo's virtual. So, how goes planting? Planning uh, very carefully. <laughs> We're planting. Yeah, so uh, it's, it is um, so challenging. So, right up to this point, we've Starting. done debrief. Uh, is the biggest thing and and understanding where our successes were, where our challenges uh, are, um, where perhaps uh, investment in technology, uh, careful investment, obviously. We didn't have a show this year, so uh, it is a a challenging uh, moment, if I do say so uh, myself. Mm -hmm. Um, But we're kind of evaluating all those things right now. And I think the goal of goals at the moment, uh, as realistic and optimistic as possible, is that uh, we will be able to come together uh, with a show. However, um, I don't think any of us are thinking that it will be both out of uh, choice and caution, as well as uh, probably regulations and things like that uh, be the size uh, that uh, Dragon Con Pass have been. Uh, so some of our planning looks a bit different in that, you know, we have to realistically uh Plan for the best, but make plans B, C, D, and E, and F, and G sometimes for the not the best. Um, so that is definitely what we're doing. Um, one thing, see, this, you can never ask me the question about what am I going to bring forward, but you, because, yeah, I, there's so many things I'm so proud of. 
uh, the vendor hall. But uh, we've not talked about oh, with yes. a yes. um, success. And that is one thing uh, behind the scenes we are talking about, whether it is uh, in uh, conjunction with a uh, an in-person show, having an aspect of virtual so that our vendors can benefit as well as people at home have the opportunity to. Um, and or we've even started uh, looking and considering uh, uh, different parts of the year. You know, does it make sense to further support the vendors um, who obviously have had a really difficult time in this pandemic because they're no longer doing any shows or conventions? And uh, we could not have asked for a better partner in Eventini. We could not have. Uh, we could I'm probably so have done an entire podcast to talk about them, to be perfectly mm-hmm. honest, on different Absolutely. aspects of the show. Uh, they supported, like at the very beginning of the year, they were just doing our volunteer database rebuild with us. Um, and, you know, that's what we were doing. And then along came the pandemic and they said, hey, we have this, uh, which was the the virtual vendor hall. And we uh, signed on to that after some consideration. And then it was, hey, we would just on a whim like to build a fancy uh, way that you could watch the stream while you shop. Um, and then, oh, we'd really like to build the schedule thing where you can actually follow along in the schedule. So it just I cannot say enough great things about them as a partner. Um, and the success of the vendor hall um, was because of the vendors who really got in there and built stores that um, were incredible. I mean, some of them had hundreds of items oh, yeah. uh, listed. So it I looked really yes. like. Um, you know, people were able to shop. And then uh, Eventini, who responded to any of our uh, requests, they actually took, uh, we had a whole Discord channel because, you know, it took me forever to understand Discord, but I do now. And uh, we had an entire <laughs> Discord channel that was just Eventini with the vendors. So if the vendors had questions or concerns or recommendations or whatever, and it was wild to see a vendor be like, hey, I would love to see if I could just load all my stuff from, you know, an Excel or whatever. So I don't have to go through and individually list everything. And then eventually you would be back and be like, okay, it's coded. You should have it in by midnight tonight. And uh, so it's really awesome. cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's one that we are looking at uh, also bringing forward. Like, how does that work? What makes sense? Um, and things like that. Well, I, I was worried. Well, first of all, it's hard for some of us that volunteer to get to the vendor hall. And so it was awesome to be able to be on a venti. And I I got about probably half of my Christmas shopping done still. There were great (laughs) jewelry sites. There were great posters. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's that's my pile of shit in all the Christmas early. So, (laughs) but it gets out. Yeah. So one thing I will share just to brag on our fans and their support of the vendors and stuff is um, everybody we benchmark going in. uh, I have not uh, said anything negative about it, but I don't believe the virtual vendor presence was really um, leveraged as much as it could have been. So everybody we were benchmarking before it was um, presented to us to be a very small aspect of the virtual show as far as revenue generation, as far as engagement, all the things. And then uh, the coolest thing was for our wrap-up release, which we did the morning, Monday morning, because that's when we just start to write everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were ecstatic. So everything we benchmarked with was when the, in the twenty dollars to $30,000 range of revenue for the vendors, which is still great in a time when these people aren't, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, able yeah, to get yeah. out. And not, y'all, that morning we were able to do the press release, uh, including $200,000 uh, that our vendors earned 
to the virtual vendor hall. But great. once it closed, we let it stay open until midnight that night. Uh, the following day, it actually increased to uh, right around 300,000. Oh, that's um, awesome. So Wonderful. huge, huge thank you to our fans um, because I, I couldn't have asked for more to go out and support those vendors that I think, you know, make Dragon Con so special. And um, we got a lot, a lot of love from the vendors with just, you know, that they were able to pay bills that they were worried about. And, or it's so, like one that was just really lovely about they thought that they might be able to make it through um, this whole, you know, thing. I mean, it just, that, that was a very proud aspect um, of the show. And, I, and so, yeah, one I'm really proud of and, and happy and, and know that we'll continue in some way. And that's another thing that was really great about that, too, was the vendors that were, these vendors were great about getting the stuff out just immediately. So people got to enjoy Dragon Con again because they 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 got something to look forward to oh my god i got my package oh my god i got my package okay and and they're all showing it on on social media so it just continued the love you know and Mm -hmm. it it, that was another great aspect well and i got my tea like i ordered some tea for myself and it was i think the next friday oh it was really good and it was here the next friday i think i ordered it like saturday or sunday and it was basically a week which i'm like whoa i like this this is awesome and only having to pull out and all, all being able to pay all at once, even though it was different. Well, that was the thing that most people were like, whoo, it's like going to the grocery store and going down the different aisles. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, awesome. Yeah. So. It, afforded, it afforded me. Oh, uh, thanks. Yeah. John, afforded, your turn again. Um, oh. No. Okay. My turn. So 2021, the year of the epic, you've already got the guest application and the pro application up and ready to go. Am I yep. correct? Yay. You are correct. Yay. Went up on so, Sunday. Went up on Sunday. So if you are a guest or a pro or you want to be a guest or a pro, come on, people. Go on and start doing it. Uh, DragonCon.org. It'll be right there. Yes. With the caveat, uh, caveat. we did uh, try to do uh, what was right. Uh, and uh, we did make the decision when we uh, made the cancellation uh, announcement that all confirmed 2020 guests um, are actually automatically rolled over. So if you were confirmed for 2020, um, uh, the pros have all been notified. Uh, we're in the process of sending out all the LOAs uh, for all the guests. We had a little bit of a hiccup. We fixed it. Um, so those should be out this week. And so that's really exciting. So that's one thing I do want to clarify just because I don't want people to have to go in that application is a little bit of a beast. It is a beast, um, but that's good. So you already know if you if you completed your application and yeah. 29. Yep. Uh huh. Yeah. And you were confirmed. Uh, you confer- and you were confirmed. There were already people there. that you know um, kind of waited. You know, they mm-hmm. they put their application in and then they waited. And uh, so if you were confirmed, then we're it's coming. And in fact, cool. uh, the pros, I get a lot of that when we set those out. Was like, was this for 2021? Y'all are on oh, top of it. Yeah, you know, you. you know, we're like, we told you we were going to roll you, and we're doing that. You know, and they're like. Well, this is awesome. It gives me something to look forward to. I really hope that, you know, we can do this next year. Yeah. So. I think it, and the rolling over for 2020 to 2021 also for the um, members was, I think, really good. I had a lot of members say, you know, it, and, and they had the option to have it refunded, which because in times of COVID, they might have needed it. Right. And yep. so that was really good. But I think we had a pretty good percentage that just said, nope, roll it over. We just want to 
hold that. Yes. Right. Why are you showing got an overwhelming general? percentage that yeah. uh, supported us and uh, allowed us to roll over their memberships. It was yeah. very yeah. touching. Yeah. Uh, to to that end, what what does the hotel situation look like right now for mm. as far as uh, 2021? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, I, 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 you know, I never bothered to look. <laughs> okay. So all of our hotels uh, ended up uh, working with the uh, the fans to offer some type of solution. All the hotels looked a little different, uh, which was hard to keep up with. Uh, but all of them have processed at this point all of their rollovers. So the, the majority of them uh, offered uh, either exclusively or uh, with the option of rollover refund to our fans. And again, they saw very, very high take rate on the rollovers because, well, nobody wants to go into Dragon Con Hunger Games. Right. Um, and so uh, all of them have been processed. Uh, two of the hotels had to do it manually. Um, and, uh, so it was a challenge, uh, but of course our partners are amazing and I can't say enough great things about them. Um, so even when they had such low staffing that there was, you know, one or two people at the front desk, uh, those one or two people, whenever they were helping a guest were putting in Dragon Con reservations. Um, so, uh, everybody's looking good right now. Um, we do have some that have open blocks. Um, and we'll, we will be promoting that uh, pretty soon. We wanted to give them an opportunity to kind of clean up their, uh, you know, records to make sure everybody was taken care of. Um, but there are several that have uh, small blocks uh, that will be released to our people um, first. So uh, I encourage everybody to, to watch Dragon Con Social because uh, we'll announce those as we get the links. Um, Weston already did one. They did one uh, pretty much right after the show. Um, and it filled uh, and did very well. We got a lot of positive feedback from our authors, especially who love to stay in the West End. Um, oh yeah, because it's all of it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's just quiet. It's a it's a nice you know kind of quiet space compared to the three big. Um, so yeah, so everything's looking good. Um, I just I again I'm very appreciative uh, of everybody's work at a Dragon Con goes virtual, and a and a big part of that was the hotels. Um, they worked with us leading up to the show, the months of trying to plan it, understanding when we really couldn't do it even before uh, it had been called. Uh, Cause that was a challenge in this whole process was the, um, the mandates uh, with the governor, not including our dates and getting closer and closer and closer. And um, as and people know, that, and extending and extending, that, that could be contractually challenging. Um, but our hotel partners were incredible and in that, you know, really trying to work with us. They came up with some really off the wall ideas that were awesome that we honestly were going to consider had we had an in-person show. I mean, so much so as one offered up to do registration as people showed up at the hotel, like the hotel guests. And like, we were like, I'm sorry, like, do you know how challenging that would be? And like, they, everybody was so supportive of what could they do to make Dragon Con, you know, uh, happen. And then when we ended up making the difficult decision, uh, they were also incredibly supportive, understanding what a negative impact it was going to be to them as well as us. Um, so, yeah, so every, they do have blocks. We'll begin uh, releasing some and, and opening them up. But again, we couldn't be in the position we're in. Uh, without their support both last year and of course going into 2021. Well, and I think John, because we now have Thursday, which is all your fault. Um, 
I think <laughs> Thursday at least is going to be the day during the day part where I can at least go see all the people. I can go see the wonderful ladies at the Sheraton who uh, work at the restaurant. I can go and hug all the people I want to hug because that's what I'll be doing all day Thursday. Be or, or we'll just be elbow tapping yeah. depending on the yeah, way it is right now. Virtual hugs. forever. But also good to see you. Yeah. Um, so. <laughs> The golden oldie. Yeah. Something I learned as a kid. I had to have it. You can't do that? No, I can't get this other. I can't get this. Oh, John, you have to. I can't. I can't get it to go over. Look at Rachel. Tape your fingers. Tape your fingers and bring them. Separate. I've learned. Yeah, yeah. This was I, I was able to do it on both hands. Whoa. Hey, can I ask? Did uh, you two, uh, John Lee, because y'all always ask us questions? Uh, uh, did you guys have a favorite part of anything you experienced? Oh, um, that's a good question. <laughs> Don't it's a, get it. It's a very, it's a very you good normally, question. Do you? You, Shoot. you actually. So, so I wanted to hit on something when you, you were talking about the the vendor hall. Um, one of the things that I always do is I always bring you know something home for my for my kids. I pick something out from the vendor hall for them. Um, this year, obviously, I allowed that they. I said, "Hey, there's the vendor hall. Go figure out what you want, you know, whatever." And it was so nice that my, my daughter was able to support an artist that she loves. Um, that Great. that she you know she tries to every time um, she she sees this artist she tries to get something from them. Uh, so we were able to do that, which was which was pretty awesome. Um, so so that was favorite from my perspective because then I. Because I had it all shipped, shipped to my house. My daughter, um, she lives in Jacksonville because she's going to school there. Um, and uh, uh, I was able to to send it to her uh, as a part of a bigger care package. So that 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 added a little extra drag yeah. time for me. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, just uh, the the MCs for all the events were fantastic. Um, the the uh, uh, Live in between stuff was fantastic. I mean, there, I can't think of one thing that really, other than, you know, the, from that emotional attachment thing, uh, that I can think of that was, that, that was my favoritest thing because all of it was so, so, so really well done. The, the, the engagement on, on, on a Discord was so much fun. Um, and, and I'm not a person that, that, uh, you, you know, normally I avoid social media for the most part. Um, and I, I do get on, I don't really, even when I'm on discord, I don't chat very much, but it, it drew me in several times to, to want to engage with, with these people. So, uh, just the whole thing, just how everything was sort of thought out and, and, and the, the genius behind it, um, was my, my favorite part. I mean, even if there wasn't a, even if I wasn't even into something that was going on on, on the screen, there was always something, uh, in one of the streams, there's always something else going on elsewhere that, that, uh, kept it going, kept it very much uh Dragon Con for me. So I mean I know that's sort of a political right. answer, but, but it's but that's it. Yeah. No, I think that's it. I think um my favorite part um was actually kind of related to this um pre show, which uh got a lot of people saying thank you for us doing this, that they needed some happy and everything was strange, but they knew that they were going to do it, even if they know we are never going to get to 50 days, but it was good to have some. Um, right. And that was really nice. Uh, I think the funniest, funnest, funnest, most fun thing I did was try to learn Discord as we were recording one of these, <laughs> because 
I knew Jack. I mean, it was like, Lee, this is the link. Go on. This is where we're recording. And now here's how you record. That was it. But I loved all of it. Yeah, I really did. I Everything I could do, I did. And it was wonderful. And I think the, I learned some things too, not, you know, about, well, I just learned. And then also, uh, being able to do a live panel that we did and, and have that be three totally separate people and one of them in a different time, only one of them in a little bit of a different time zone, but, (laughs) and it was great to be able to do that and put it out there and it worked because you always get nervous. It was wonderful. I just, it was great. And you know, hotel Sheraton won. So (laughs) I got a, the discord. I'm just saying, I'm just just saying, uh, it's all right. Oh, yeah, I'll trash talk. But yeah, no, I loved all of it. I really did. And um, I also love DCTV, Tech Ops, whoever you are now, whatever name you go by. Because when I would do these little recordings, I didn't know how to make myself go away and still record only three or four yeah. people that were talking. So I would put a little thing over my oh, mirror. Oh, oh heaven. Oh, no. where did, yes, I did. Where did it go? Yeah. Um, and there would I'm just be a writing. black black box and they edited that out and they edited it out and i was like well thank you jesus i had no idea how to do that and that was they were just wonderful and uh, it's being on discord had a question huh it's, it's name is the child Oh my golly. Oh, I got one adorable. of them. Yeah, yeah, Regina, you have like seven of them, I think I've counted. I, mean, so I have like way them. more than that uh, at this point. Um, yeah. It, it's, well, and, it's, wait, it's over there. I got, it's a problem. yeah, my, it is have, a problem. Yeah. Have, the Build a Bear one is awesome, by the way. I have that. That's oh, in my oh. bed, actually. <laughs> bed. There we go. And I have a yep. pillow buddy as well that just came out. But uh, I have all of these. There's oh, wow. 12 of them. Regina, at this point, it's hard to shop for you because, like, that's what I, you know, like looking for Christmas ideas. I'm like, I bet she owns it. Is she? Yeah. I, I, well, I have to say that that my husband enables this, as in he comes home with things and says, okay. "I found Aww. something for you." <laughs> you know, uh, in fact, including these, um, I we'll am have not to check with him yet. then. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah um, with him. That's but uh, I yes, I I, I just I have it, a little a little obsession going on. Well, he's adorable. Why wouldn't you have a little obsession? <laughs> well, <laughs> is there is there anything else we need to hit before I uh, do a quick little quiz with you guys? Oh my heavens! Oh, quiz. I love okay. Oh, I love quizzes. Well, it's oh. not really a quiz. It's more oh. of a. Uh, it's oh, a okay. way to humiliate Lee game. Yes, it probably <laughs> is. Oh, this is so exciting. I like that even better. It's a, yeah, those were always fun. An awesome social media quiz. Oh, no. Is How much the does that you... cost? Two fifty. dollars uh, It says $5, but I got a half off of 5 So, yes, you're exactly right. Two fifty. dollars It was $5, then on sale for two fifty. But it was originally $7.00. 98 cents in the bargain. Basically, it just actually, kept going down and down. I actually had volunteered still wasted at one point. 250, so. yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, at one point, man. I had told him that I would give him $20 if he would upgrade his games. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, he loves he the bargain. You know, let him have his little toys. We all have <laughs> our little Here, I'll see if you can see yeah. it. So, down here, I don't know. There's a, there's a drawer full of... Oh, goodness. Trivia. Okay. Just, 
cards and all oh, sorts wow. of stuff in there. Yeah, serious. Okay. Yes, he has his pile, but his pile actually currently fits in one drawer. Oh, I have well, a I have a wall well, of shame out in my it's, out in It's the just loft. a drawer of trivia, so that's pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah still a But in this case, we're just going to do a social media quiz because you know, uh, and this one is actually what '90s uh, TV show should you binge watch? So scientifically, yeah. we're going to determine what you should be watching uh, now that DragonCon goes virtual is definitely over. Um, There's too many new things to watch. Well. You know, <laughs> uh, you know what I found? I, I, I found that I really um, I'm going back to a lot of things just to calm down familiar yeah. things just to be. I get that. Ooh. Although I will say this because I, I can't promote it enough. I'm sure you guys. Well, maybe you've seen it. Maybe you've not. Um, if you want a, a happy. Uh, just chill watch um, Ted Lasso on Apple TV is so oh, okay. awesome. Okay. Um, it is. It is. Uh, really? You don't. You don't have to be a sports yeah, fan you, to watch it. Okay. Yeah, you it helps not. a little, but it's really an outstanding show. It's very, very. It's well a done. very feel good show. Yes. Well, and the one I like, and I now can give it right because all down. four, all four seasons are on Netflix now. Is the Good Place because oh, yes. that is my that that show got me through two thousand eight nineteen. It really did, and it um, 2019 was a tough year. So, and you'll, yeah, you'll learn a little philosophy along the way as you yes, laugh, you know, which is awesome. Yes. It's a very great show. Yeah, it is a wonderful show. So, I'm sorry. All right, All right. so God, let's go through these real quick. Lord help us. Um, what age of characters do you prefer? Prefer is it teenagers, <laughs> adults in their 20s and 30s, or a mix of young and old? Lee, we'll start with you. Young and old. Okay. Like. Gray, old. Yeah. <laughs> Rachel, how about you? Oh Lord, um, <laughs> you started stumping. And by the way, I, I think the same. I want to choose a different one because I feel like that'd be way fancier. But yeah, young and old. Uh, David, how about you? A mix, always a mix. Okay, yeah. and Regina. Yeah, I like the mix. I like to play between them, particularly when they can't understand how the young ones are coming to this and. Okay. The, and the young ones don't like, understand why they're not very hip. And then they figure out that they're wiser than they thought. Yeah. <laughs> they're always smarter. Yeah. Uh, what kind of stories do you prefer? Do you prefer science fiction? Well, we should just stop there. Uh, science oh, fiction, true crime, romance, comedy, political or histor- hyster- hysterical. Well, sometimes political <laughs> could be the same thing. Historical drama. Yeah. Uh, Hang on, Diet Mountain Dew up the nose again. Thanks. Yeah, so science fiction, true crime, romance, comedy, or political. Uh, David, we'll start with you. So we're talking from the 90s? Yes. Mm -hmm. So right now I'm I'm not re-watching Babylon 5, but from the 90s, that was a very underrated show. It's a shame the video transfer quality that's on right now is terrible. I hope they remaster it. But I will say two weeks ago I started... If you're of a certain political philosophy, I started rewatching the West Wing. West Wing, yeah, is, me too. <laughs> which is comfort food with what's going on right oh, now. Oh yeah, yes. So, <laughs> so you're going to go with political, then I take it. I'm going to go with from the '90s. Yeah, political. How about you, Regina? Um, I I would rather just say yes because I watch a little bit of everything. But um, yeah, I, I also loved Babylon Five. I mean, that was that was the writing on that was so tight. Mm-hmm. Um, that was 
Uh, really Especially good. when you consider the, the studio threw at them that they had to shorten it by a year. Yeah. Now, that last year was work. weird. And yeah. the uh, season four, when it was suddenly like, okay, no, we're not going to renew you. And you've got to wind this whole story arc up that you have a yeah. five year plan for. You have a Bible. And now, so that last episode that was supposed to be their final was really strange. Yeah. And then they got a new year because everybody screamed and went, no, <laughs> and we got another year, and he got to do what he needed to do. Um, that was really, really good. Um, uh, so you're going with political or sci-fi? Well, now, Babylon Five had a lot of political. It had a lot of politics so. in it, yeah. But West Wing, I actually didn't watch West Wing until later. Until um, actually, it was off the air and came back to TBS. Okay, and was was on um, every night. Sure. At like seven o'clock. Yeah. And uh, we started watching it and, and I was like, wow, that this is a, a really good show. And I've been watching selective moments, but I've actually found out it's on Netflix. <laughs> that's where I'm watching <laughs> And I right started now. watching it again. Netflix. So no commercials. <laughs> no commercials. <laughs> that's right. So um, yeah, this particular time now is making me harken back and <laughs> and it's amazing to see. How many of those themes are still with us 20 years later? It's amazing, yeah. Yeah, 30 years later. Yeah. Depressing, amazing. Yeah, but it's just, really interesting. Just it's 20 really, years. Yeah, so, it's just so. interesting to see. So I still need an answer, though. Political? Science political. Okay. I'll say political. I don't know. No, I'm going to say sci-fi because so, okay. I would watch a lot of Doctor Who then. Um uh, And then Babylon 5 and, you know, looking for a lot of those kind of shows. So, um when did when did um, Farscape come out? Late nineties. That was uh, late nineties. It's probably so. not on the scientific results, but uh, but I'm just saying. Yeah. I think that yeah, I, I think it was late nineties. Yeah. So well, I was watching a lot of sci-fi. The nineties had a few nuggets of sci-fi. Yeah, they really it's did. It's not like it is now. So no, no, it's tough. But the Sci-Fi Channel had started, <laughs> and so we were trying to watch more of that. Oh yeah, that's right. All <laughs> right. So how about you? How about you, so, uh, when, Rachel? When the channel actually. I'm going comments. <laughs> a, I really love to laugh, if anyone knows me. Uh, and I'm a very serious person at times. So I always have needed a break. And uh, B, I don't watch very much TV at all uh, anymore. Uh, in the 90s, I was a teen. So I was my 10 to 20. Um, and I was not watching anything uh, that had a lot of substance, to be perfectly honest. Like uh, when you said a show, I was like, wait, that was my Saved by the Bell base. So, like, I don't know that I should okay. be in this mix. Yeah, we get it. We get it. You're young. All right. Yeah, you're young. Anyway, Lee, what about you? Uh, I'm now 40, y'all. I'm not, not oh, young any longer. Youngster. Yeah. Youngster. Yeah. Youngster. 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 It's okay. Uh, first of all, Farscape started in 99. Thank you. And I would say sci-fi fantasy too, right. mostly because all of those are in there some way, you know, I mean, any of my sci-fi shows are got right. parts. Uh, choose a location, California, New York, outer space or Washington, DC. Lee, <laughs> let's start with you. For what? Just choose a location. Just scientifically. This, this will determine what you should be watching. Scientifically. Oh, I can't wait. 
Okay. Uh, don't scientific. Dr. Fauci did not give his seal of approval to this scientific part. Um, uh, yeah, outer space, I think. Okay. Because uh, the other one was Hollywood or New York? No, uh, California, New York, or Washington, D.C. Uh, not Washington, D.C. Yeah, uh, outer uh, space would probably uh, make it better. Uh, yeah. Rachel, how about you? Oh, outer space, 100%. I don't feel like there's a pandemic there. <laughs> David, how about you? Oh, I got a shot at outer space. I'm going. Yeah, and, me too. Yeah. And same. Okay. All right. So me too. Yeah. Right. I have a shot at outer space. So I'd be there. Uh, I like a show that makes me gasp, laugh, wonder, or think. Uh, we'll start with you, Regina. Think. Think. Okay. How about you, David? I love, I love a tight script, a yeah, tight think. story, and something that, that really makes you think about I want to, I want to be entertained and I want to think. Yeah. yeah. Okay. How about you, Regina? No, I already said oh, sorry, Rachel. Sorry. Rachel. I was just looking uh, at, I had initials. I have initials across the board. I R-R. am, uh, I'm so different, I guess. I am a laugh person because if I ever get to watch a TV show these days, uh, it's usually with a computer in my lap and it drives my husband bonkers. Um, <laughs> and it's really hard to do on the shows that make you think, but I do enjoy those. But so I'm going with laugh yeah, just okay. because, uh, Shows can make you think lap. and make you laugh, though. They can. Yeah, I love that. If they're really, if they're, they're well, done. The now, ones that Jane there watches, moments, they're really I like intense that. ones. Yeah. Oh, I can't do it like dark. I cannot keep up <gasps> if I've got a computer Jamie, in my lap. Like dark? Loves it. Oh, we And I like it. Can. It is cool, but I can't, like, without being like, to the screen. Oh, yeah, you can't. You can't, no. Yeah, right. no. That's Rachel's way of saying she half watches shows and is working right. all of the time. All of yeah. 24-7. Let me and then it drives my husband crazy. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Lee? I can't say much because I have two screens, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of times, if I'm not doing a comparison, I've yeah. got something on a Netflix on one of them, and I'm working on something else. Yeah. Uh, think for me, because I'm probably going to rewatch a show that I like, and I always find new things if I'm thinking about it. X-Files, I mean, I've watched them so many times. Yes, it came out in the 80s. 90s. All right. Choose a musical style. Hip-hop, rock, pop, experimental, or classical. David, how about you? Rock. 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 A child of rock. Uh, Rachel, how about you? <clears throat> Rock for sure. Okay, Lee. Rock. And Regina. I'm the word winner. I like pop. All right. Pop actually means popular for a reason. Yep. Um, I do like rock. Rock is part of that, but uh, yeah, I I There's like crossover. There's crossover. There's crossover. There's nothing wrong and with that. I was a musical person. I sang for, uh, when I was in school and stuff. So I. I've done a lot of it. I, I, I like a lot of a mix of a lot of things. So I do love some Taylor Swift. So I do have some pop. <laughs> she does. She does <laughs> love country. Country. and country. Yeah. She, yeah. she crosses a lot of genres. Yeah. So, um, you know, there you go. All right. Choose, yeah. choose a movie. Stargate, bad boys, the notebook. When Harry met Sally, the American president or signs. We'll start with you, Lee. Signs. Everywhere, which terrified me, by the way, and I am such a wuss. That tells you how much we watched that the other day. Scary as I was looking at watching some of it like this. What was Uh, the first one again? uh, The first one was Stargate. Stargate. Regina, I'm actually going to go to you. (laughs) Stargate, Bad Boys, The Notebook, When Harry Met Sally, The American President, or Signs. Out of those, which would you choose? 
Stargate. Stargate. Okay. Right. David, how about you? Not surprisingly, before I <clears throat> excuse me, we started watching The West Wing. I American President. The American President. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Which too. was also Aaron Sorkin. Written by Aaron Sorkin, right. Yep. That was the test pilot for the show. It really was. Oh, really? Okay. Yep. Yeah, uh, he wrote it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Rachel. I'm going all nuts, so and going with the notebook because for some reason, <laughs> even thinking about that movie makes me cry still to this day. I, I was like looking at her face, going, "She's gonna cry saying that." <laughs> like, I mean, honestly, I don't know why. Um, I, I, who knows? But that still to this day, like her dress in the oh, I'm oh, done. The rain. Yeah. Uh, what was Rachel cry? It's Aww. funny because you, you know, um, I almost could go with Bad Boys. It's, I'm not that franchise because I, I have this thing about action films. Oh, I love yes, them. She does, I and action them. stars. Yeah, Vin Diesel is is my favorite. <laughs> oh. and they, anything oh. that Diesel is in, I will go watch, including that witch thing that he did that was terrible horrible but i watched it because vin diesel was in it <laughs> you know sometimes so, you just gotta just yeah. say it. i heard a rumor <laughs> that he wants to come to dragon con 2021 I, yeah, jonathan right. i love a rumor that he wants to come yeah That's what, i'm very good at these things <laughs> yeah. Yeah. really yeah. really just you love to soak it yep uh what was Boom. your favorite 90s style was it shoulder pads and pleated pants uh feathered bangs or in double denim uh, backward, uh, backward, bleh, backwards hats, uh, uh, hats, the Rachel or, you know, sleeveless denim vests, oh, yeah. sleeveless denim vests. um, mock turtlenecks with bold patterns or bold patterns rather and blazers. So I guess they kind of combine some of these things because I don't remember ever anybody wearing a bold, uh, mock turtleneck with a bold pattern. But anyway, um, so which of those things was your favorite 90 style Lee? I had a whole lot of those mock turtlenecks uh, with patterns because that was the kind of classic preppy thing. Oh, did they have? Pa- did they have? Okay. I don't, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. All over the place. And they also didn't have shoulder pads because I did not need the shoulder pads. I do remember uh, uh, bleaching my hair blonde. I, I tried that. that too. It and, didn't, it, and wearing a <laughs> acid washing my jeans and. Wearing your cap backwards? No, no, no. Uh, acid. I've got a picture of you with acid a, watch jeans. Wearing, wearing a pink polos. Pink polos. Were pink polos. Pink polo. Uh, anyway, I had I no idea what I was doing. Um, and that, by the way, that was the 80s, though. So uh, was, technically. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Um, uh, David, how about you? I, I have to go. I can't pick any of those. None of those <laughs> appeal to me. Yeah, right. At all. But if you had to pick one, is it a is it a turtleneck with a pattern? Yeah, I, it's a, yeah, a sure. mock turtleneck. So it only came like a little bit. I yeah. can't, I I can't even remember that. I, I can't either. But again, <laughs> it also may have been that we blocked it out of our heads. I guess I'd go with a blazer, a Miami Vice blazer. Although that was the eighties, so yeah. those are all those are all yeah. terrible choices. Yeah. All ter- we'll put you down not. for blazer. We'll put you down for a blazer. That's fine. How about you? How about you, Regina? Was it like feathered bangs? Yeah, that, that was on there. Yeah, well, I I I did that. Okay. <laughs> no, I did the fair in the seventies. So uh, and and uh, Rachel, how about you? I'm going to go feathered bangs as well. Okay. Um, almost done here. Uh, who, who were the, who were you in high school? Were you the class president, a nerd, 
the popular kid, class clown, or awkward invisible kid? Uh, we'll start with Lee. What was the second one? Nerd? Nerd. Yeah. I was in math club. Loved it. Uh, Rachel, how about you? Oh, 100% nerd. I was valedictorian. Like, I studied, like, I would still choose to go to school if I won the lottery. I am absolute oh, yeah. nerd. Awesome. Oh, wow. Uh, we learned two new things about Rachel. Um, let's see. Uh, uh, David. I did not hear jock. I was a nerdy jock. So yeah. I think I only heard nerd. So we'll go with that. Yeah. That's yeah. And Regina. I was, I was the nerd, but uh, it was really weird. In my high school, all of the nerds, all the people that were in college prep courses were also in music. So you were either in band or you were in uh, choir kind of things. So I was at, I was, I was, you know, in Godspell. I did all those kind of things, but we were all also in the lead classes for some reason. Um, I had a math brain too, but math and music go together. Yep. So they do. Yeah. Same, same part of your brain. Mm -hmm. All right. So uh, last two questions here. Catch, catch it, catch, choose a catchphrase. The truth is out there. Decisions are made by those who show up. How you do? How you doing? Uh, how you doing? <laughs> mind your business. Uh, are you having fun? Are we having fun yet? Rather, and make it so. Uh, let's oh. start with David. Decisions are made by those who show up. How about you, Regina? Um. Yeah, that's probably. Yeah. Okay. Lee? And it's a very true statement. You see, I'm I'm stuck here between you, you, the truth is out there yeah, I was and say, you, make there's it there's so. one you have to you know, pick, isn't you there? Have I, to pick. You pretty much, yeah. Well, see, but make it so was mm. Patrick Stewart, and yeah, yeah. I, um, I'm putting you down for uh, the truth is out there. Lee. You got to put care. me down. Yeah, the truth uh, is sorry. out there works. Though. The, theme it does. The, the theme of the yeah. podcast requires that. And Rachel, uh, decisions are made, but uh, show up. That's got to be for me. Yeah. Yeah. And last question, then I got to do some math. Uh, how, uh, David disappeared. He's been doing that. Oh, there he goes. Yeah. Uh, where do you like to hang out at a pool house, a coffee house, a fancy new house, a haunted house, a white house, or a house with a holodeck? How about you, Lee? I really love that idea of a holodeck, That's but, what I uh, well, I'm just word. the holodeck thing. Cause I already say things that. I should make should make me be on the holodeck, so I'll go with that one. Yeah. All right, uh, Rachel. Full house for sure. I do Full like house? Full House. Full House. Uh, David. The holodeck in outer space. Come on. All right. True. And Regina. Holodeck. You can be anywhere if you have That's a holodeck. Right. That is. You can, you, can, you can choose all of them if you have a holodeck. I still haven't <laughs> figured out how you swim in a holodeck, but it, it, it's fine. Um, one question while I do, while I do the math and then, then, uh, Lee can vamp for me as well. Um, okay. you can still purchase, uh, the streaming membership, correct? Yes. Yes. And how would someone do that? I love that. Uh, so you can go on to dragoncon.org under buy now. There's a, a little thingy, uh, that streaming memberships, uh, there, uh, yeah. And it directs you to, uh, dragoncon.tv, which is also where you can purchase them. Uh, used to be, there'd be two processes where we sent members to our, our store and anybody who wasn't a dragoncon member to, uh, dragoncon.tv. 
Uh, but this year we made the decision with the pandemic uh, that we were going to offer streaming memberships to everybody uh, for the low price of $10. You can yeah. Thousands and, of hours. At you, well, yeah, there's so many hours, and I didn't get my facts into this call. I'm so oh, sad because I was enjoying our it. conversation instead. Um, trivia question, John, you still do your math. Uh, Regina already mentioned 96 hours on the Fan Track channel, uh, which let me just take this moment to uh, thank Robin O'Neill and her team who yes, were yes. superstars. Oh, you were wonderful, um, and, Robin. We love you. I cannot say enough great things about her. But anyway, so she said 96 hours, which was fan tracks. How many total hours of programming were included in Dragon Con Goes Virtual? Now, that would include our three main channels uh, that were uh, main fan tracks in the uh, DCTV Classics. And it would include all of the programming that ran across our amazing track pages uh, on social media, as well as some of the... um, uh, little panels we did on our main social. How many hours? Well, do, uh, does gaming count too or no? No, we did not, not add gaming. those physical programming panels. Hmm. You know, I like that number of a thousand, but I think it's probably around the, I would say about 750 hours. I actually starting to add that up in my little head. Yeah. Look at you, fancy. It was 650 hours. I was so go. proud of it. Oh, yeah, that is yeah. amazing, too, because I, I, I was a track director. We all talked about it in Facebook. I had no idea how to do some of this stuff. I had yeah. no idea how to even start. And to be able to do the panels, to be able to moderate them, and then also just to be able to put them up. I now have a YouTube channel for X Track and Paranormal Track. I, wow. Awesome. Great. Uh, you know, so that was really good. And I think that's why I love the streaming membership, which is good because it, my nephew uh, got one because he could not come to Dragon Con this year already because he was working. And so he got to watch a little bit of it on on that. But again, he's working. So he gets a streaming membership and got to watch all that. So now I do want to. OK, we already talked about that if you rolled over. Your membership, and I'm talking the memberships, um, is already done for 2021. I know because I have really tried. I, I always have to have a, de- a decompressed time. Is it open now? Can people buy their 2021 at this point? Right? It, okay. It is, and it, further, it is a little different than we've done in the past. We made mm-hmm. when we made the announcement uh, and decision to cancel that. Uh, we were not going to offer a lower price because something didn't feel good about asking our fans to roll over and support us and love on us and then possibly undercutting them uh, with people the following year who had not been with us getting a lower price. Um, So uh, it is the lowest price of this year is different than normal. uh, And it is the price that we were at when we made that cancellation decision in July. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, they're online. They they are available. People can go and purchase today. Yeah, and you know, it is, I keep calling it the the year of the epic because I think it is just going to be so, hopefully, so wonderful to be back and see people in person, even if all we can do is knock elbows because that that didn't sound right either. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm done. Hey, I'll knock elbows with you anytime, Lee. <laughs> you just really I make that. Do I make that. that See if you're reading yeah, into uh-huh. it, that's your all right. I'm so, not so the scientists have, have spoken, <laughs> and they came back with I can't wait with what you should be watching. Uh, okay. Lee and David, 
According to the scientifically, uh, you should be binge watching Star Trek: The Next Generation. Um, oh, I did that, and just or <laughs> Sequest and Stargate SG One. So those C-quest. are the yeah. Sequest, so. all of that Sequest. So. Yeah, yeah. So that's what you guys should be watching. I um, binge watching. The first season was okay. Yeah, Sci-fi after that, it message. went completely. Sci-fi with the message is the next generation. So yes. there you, you got it. Same uh, issues, Regina. You're apparently supposed to be binge watching the X Files, um, and if you uh, if you I run watched. out of those, if you run out of those, you got Buffy the Vampire Slayer or Charmed. I I I uh, was a big time Buffy the Vampire Slayer oh, yeah. person, so I was actually in the official fan club and in cleaning stuff out as we all have done yeah. um, over this this period when we we were stuck at home. I found my original membership stuff that they sent you with pictures from the cast and everything oh, like that. Oh, that's so cute. But I, have awesome. a cred, I have a little bit more cred with one of my uh, very good friends who was big time into the bronzers. She was like, it do it. And she hadn't, didn't even have that stuff. Yeah. So, <laughs> it's okay. As so. we start doing that, I found that I had the playboy, the uh, play, play girl that David Duchovny did the interview in. Oh, I found yeah. that and I went, he did do yeah he actually was in there in his underwear too all right sorry and, now you gotta be rachel and rachel you should be binge watching friends and or <laughs> and or will and grace in, in seinfeld oh lord okay those are the things that you're doing now good choices you gotta you got watch some, all those yeah. those are all good and at least friends right now is still on netflix i think no no, no, it's off now, isn't it? They pulled yeah. it. Down. They pulled it? it. Where is it? Is it on Hulu? I think it's on Hulu. It might be on Hulu. Oh, it might be on Hulu, yeah. 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 The, 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 they <laughs> they the paid a lot of money for it. up with all of these streaming yeah. services, yeah. you know. So. Uh, the only thing you should really be watching right now is Mandalorian and be done with it. Uh, oh, no. That's uh, no, no, only, only an hour a week. So. Discovery <laughs> is also on. What's that? Oh, Discovery. Discovery, Star Trek Discovery. Discovery yep. has restarted. Yeah. Oh, this should be episode three today. Three? Yeah. yeah, I think so. Asani, yeah. Asani's liking, that's what we're doing after this. Uh, my wife is liking the right stuff as well on Disney. The, oh, uh, really? The, okay. uh, it's a. It's not the movie, the right stuff, but a show. So like a miniseries? Yeah. Well, it's, it's like a, or it's uh, a show. Yeah, like a television yeah. show. Uh, oh, okay. Cool. Good. Anyway, so thank you all for joining us. I hope, I, I hope, I hope, I pray, and uh, to Cthulhu, to whoever, uh, <laughs> that uh, I will be able to see you all in person in what eleven months now? About that. About eleven months, right? No, no, no. Ten so about months. ten months. Ten months. Ten. ten months. Math is Less hard. Than ten months. Math, <laughs> math is hard. Math is hard. Let me, <laughs> let me double check. Oh, wait a minute. Well, all of you guys should be watching The Simpsons. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I got it all wrong. I would agree. Um, So uh, hopefully we'll we'll all be uh, see you again. But again, thank you for putting on the show um, uh, that we had. It was exceeded expectations. Uh, Even if you, even if someone just got on there and said uh, uh, Dragon Con sixteen hundred times, I think we would all would have loved it. But but this went way beyond, way beyond. Uh, well, someone saying Dragon Con 1600 times, certainly, but way beyond all our expectations. And we really do, uh, speaking as a, from a fan's perspective, really appreciate the time and effort you guys put in to um, Thank you. to put out a show that, that you was, did amazing. Uh, you. that you could have easily just said, you know what, we'll just, we'll skip it and we'll do it next year or whatever. Um, it was, it was 
pretty awesome. I'm going to tear up now. So, <clears throat> so yeah. uh, until next time, yeah. for uh, Regina, Rachel, David, and Lee, this is John saying peace. And bye. Bye. This was a production of The Unique Geek. Call our comment line at 8133210TUG. That's 8133210884. Email us at thegeeks at theuniquegeek.com or 50days at theuniquegeek.com. Follow The Unique Geek on Facebook and Twitter. This podcast is distributed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Share Alike License.